Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Holly Roberts back. Hey. Welcome back, hey, Holly. Hey. Welcome How was back. your trip? It was good. Just doing some stuff. Just doing some stuff with some things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh. You're back. Yeah. She's back. She's back, Steve. Mm-hmm. Let me, I, I ask for a specific reason if you were in the air at all this weekend. Yes, I was in the air. And boy, <sighs> are my arms tired. I tell you what, she <laughs> just, just flew in, though. <laughs> uh, because I read something this morning that I thought, well, heck, that would have been cool to have been on one of these flights. Don, I don't know if you follow the news much. Not really. All right. <laughs> so you're going to love this story. There apparently was, uh, and this happened particularly if you were um, flying over the mid-Atlantic late Saturday, It the, there were a few flights that found themselves with a tailwind. How fast do you think the tailwind was, Donna? Because you can hit a tailwind, you get there early, you hit a headwind, you might get there late. Don't ask me these I am asking you, Donna. Uh, what it's what just kind like, of answer do you want? Miles per hour? Oh, what were you getting? Knots? I don't know. Ooh. What are you asking for? Um, first of all, what a power play this is. Good job, Donna. I like that you're acting like you can answer it in several different languages, so to speak. Okay, so you've you've regained power in this conversation. Um, I'm just asking for miles per hour. I'm not sure how else you would measure wind. Uh, okay, I am going to say, was it fast or slow? What's it the was question? a tailwind. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I'm, yes, you do. So... The wind is in the back. That's right. All right. So I'm going to say the wind was going 175 miles per hour. You know what? Okay, that's big, not a big money. That's big, big money. money. <laughs> that's not a bad guess, Donna. Thank you. There were flights that were pushed along by a 265 mile per hour tailwind at cruising altitude, which means as a result, at least three commercial aircraft we're flying at more than 800 miles per hour what? on Saturday. Whoa. There was a Virgin Atlantic red eye heading from Dulles to London. It arrived 45 minutes ahead of schedule. There was an American Airlines flight traveling from Philly to Doha, Qatar, or Qatar. It reached nearly 840 miles per hour, which is among the fastest speeds ever recorded for a commercial jet. Incredible. Also, you're thinking... Did they break the sound barrier? They were going faster than the speed of sound, which is 767 miles per hour. Okay. But they did not break the sound barrier because they were still flying at standard cruising speed relative to the surrounding air. But Fascinating. you, there were a few lucky folks this weekend who were like, I don't even know. I don't, you know, the, the bummer is you can't feel it, right? Once you're in the sky, if you were. You're going 500 miles an hour most of the time. But let's use the 840, which this one flight had. In the sky, you don't know if the airplane at 30,000 feet is flying at 3 miles per hour, 400 miles per hour, or 840. It's not like people are gripping onto their armrests saying, holy crap, right. the pilot's really taking us. It, maybe yeah. it just felt like you were coasting. Your cheeks were going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, imagine if you were going 840 miles per hour in a vehicle on 94. Oh, wow. And I think I saw someone pushing that recently. But imagine that, how that <laughs> feels so different. What's up with that? Ooh-wee. Donna. 
And don't tell me it's not, it's not just the size of the plane, because if you were in a very long bus going 840, I feel like we would feel that. Like we would notice it. Or maybe not. Maybe we'd be comfortable and just everything would be flying past us outside of the windows. Donna, your contribution to this story is <laughs> why I rely on you day after day. I just It's just interesting to me what you flag. What I find interesting? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. But your whimsy is just so cute. Don- mm. <laughs> Donna, these flights were going over 800 miles an hour. That's Imagine you fast. hit the seat back thing. Now, you don't know this because you go on all those budget airlines where... You have to help turn the crank so the engine stays That's on. Right. On like Delta, but you're guess who's you, not paying baggage fees. On Delta, you uh you have those little screens and the headrest, and you're looking at it, and you can hit my flight, and then you're tracking your oh, flight. Wow. You see okay, where it is. Neat. Uh, and, but anyway, imagine if you did that, and then you saw it said 840 miles per hour. You'd be like, uh, something's wrong with the screen. I'm surprised they didn't hear a sonic boom. Well, it's only because they. Because, again, the relative speed of the air outside of them, sure. since it was moving so fast, I think we have to do like 840 minus the 245 mile per hour wind, so it leaves them below uh, the sonic it. boom capability. That, that would, would have been scar- sweet. That would have been scary. Scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like later, I guess in the moment, if you're there and then boom. Oh, oh. my God. Don't enter the conversation terrifying. now, Tana. Okay, I'll be Now this here. is Holly and I are talking about airplane stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I, I know I know planes. This girl. I like my Boeing, like my uh, Airbus, the DCs. That's what I used to do outside when we would fly in the airport. My dad would be like, okay, please identify all the following aircraft. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I wish my dad point. did that with dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but... <laughs> so, yes. Airplanes. Okay, cool. Like them. How about so, those... Okay. Pterodactyls? You, no. you no. can identify the manufacturer of a plane, Holly? Uh, I used to. That's back incredible. Back in the day. Not so much anymore. I'm glad to know, too. It's like the, uh, the universal responsibility of dads where as dads we feel like it's on us to pass down whatever the specific information is that we're knowledgeable about so for your dad it was aircraft manufacturers for me anytime tony bennett (laughs) dean martin frank sinatra comes on i have to tell them who is this Identify the voice. You know this. Okay, well that explains why you're so good at these games. Well, I wanted to be a pilot. That was my first dream. Not too late. You still can. Come on, Holly. Yeah, well, who's going to give me a scholarship? Come on now. Oh, Oh, Hubbard likes you. Yeah, ask (laughs) Ginny. Okay, great. I will ask her the next time I see her. Awesome. Can you ride me so I can, or can you give me a ride so I can fly a jumbo jet? We'll work on that. Yeah. We need more female pilots, I think. Yes. You don't see a whole lot of them. No. Come on, ladies. Yeah, I only yeah. got 20 years, though, to fly a jumbo jet, because then they cut you off. Oh, what age? Like 60. They do? Yes. Oh, that's but if thing. you But if you want to run this country, no age limit. Is that, Isn't that true amazing? too? Like I, I, think I know so. you have to be 30-something. You have to be 35 to run for president, but there's no cap. They oh, must have, that must not... have been because back in George Washington's days, no one was everybody was dying. 40. <laughs> right. But yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no age limit to any of this stuff. Yeah, there should be an age limit. If there's an age limit at the bottom, 
let's put one at the top. Yeah, for These sure. poor pilots, they're like, what the heck? I'm fully capable. I can do it. But it's like, here's a number that we've decided, and you gone. Yeah, that's a, it's a tough one. Because you, you can't consider that age discrimination if you look at statistics of health issues that come up once you reach a certain age. Right? Right. right. Uh, I mean, you still have to take your driver's test after a certain age, I believe. Yeah, I, I I think, I don't know, is it like on your, uh, listen, I avoid listen. being in cars with people over 80, all right, I don't think I've been presented the opportunity recently, but if it's me and an 80-year-old going out, me and Herb, let's say, and Herb's like, hey, I can drive, I'm like, you know, Herb, actually, I'm going to, I'll meet you there. <laughs> I I hardly trust anybody, now that I think about it, anybody of any age, but like my grandma, she didn't get her license, as I recall, until she was in Florida in her 70s, like late Stop. 70s. That's cool, though. She had a husband. That My grandfather would drive her everywhere, everywhere. all the time. Yeah. Pick her up from work. Drive her to work every day. Pick her up from work. And then he passed away, and it was like, if you want to get around. What are you going to do? Yeah. Florida, be careful. You never know who's behind the wheel down there in, <laughs> in Florida. What did uh, Jerry Seinfeld you say? Their state flag emblem should just be like knuckles on a steering wheel. <laughs> I can't see. Oh they just put it in reverse. He said at some age, people just decide, I'm not looking back anymore. I'm just backing out. Here I come. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I think awesome. we've offended enough elderly people. Let's take a break. All right. When we come back, uh, we got all sorts of fun today. Rock O'Clock at 1130. We're going to do the same name game. Uh, college pop culture knowledge at 1030. When we return, I'm going to wake your brain up, Donna. I have fun facts about Vanna White. Okay. And I have a staggering fact about how much money you would have to make every day to eventually become a billionaire. It's nuts. I'll tell you that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Hey, speaking of fun, today, coming up at 1015, we have a question for you. What is the most rednecky thing you have ever done or a- still do? Ask it the other way. Use the other. I like what is the redneckiest thing you've ever done? What is the redneckiest thing <laughs> you've ever done? I had one immediately came to mind. I have a few. I didn't think I would be able to come up with anything being a proper lady and all. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you said you sent that and I thought, let's (laughs) let this percolate for a second. And then I was like, Oh wait, I just thought of a few more. Plus you lived in Redneck Village for like twenty years. They paid you in moonshine. Of course you've got redneck things. (laughs) I have had some moonshine that nearly killed me. 
<laughs> this is the sound it makes when Donna would get to her old job. When the gate would open, this would play as she pulled into the parking lot. Anyway, I know there are people out there who've got lots of answers. So you could either email the show, Donna and Steve's show, at mytalk1071.com, or you could just call us coming up at 1015. A lot, of, a lot of people emailed yesterday. We got um, some thoughts regarding the jingle, the, the Limu Emu thing. Don't sing it. I, I won't. I won't. But We're I just done. want everybody to know that we are going to address the controversy on the show yesterday. It spilled into the halls after the show. Today, at, this is deep tease for a stupid story, but today at 1115, uh, Donna and I both sort of, there was a, a realization that occurred after the show, after we talked with our boss, and then we were walking out, and I think I sort of solved the riddle of what the jingle actually is. So that is a... I don't remember that. You know, I knew you would say that, and it's disappointing. These are the times that I worry. You might be making something really big out of something that's just a blip to me. Remember, we were on our way out. Here we go. And I said, hey... Look, I think we both win because I think it's actually this. And then I sang it a couple of times and then you went, okay. <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> is that a, should I now think that if you answer something like that, is that a sign that maybe you didn't? I wasn't completely digest listening. what I yeah, said. I was just like, all right, sure. It's like, whatever, cool. let's just keep moving. Yep. Okay. Pretty much. Holly, it was, it was a whole well, thing. Should I say, Limu, Emu? Okay. See. Thank you. Thank you, Holly Roberts. You're no, welcome. I I figured it out. Okay. I figured it out. All right, we'll see. And there it. were reasons the boss was disagreeing with me. Stupid Quinn was disagreeing with me. I couldn't get anybody on my side, but except for Mike. Quinn. <laughs> Sorry, that's my anger speaking. But I think we we figured it we out. We had Cat Perkins texting in. I mean, but then I play, listen, I rarely we I don't like even know if my kids know I do a radio show. Way. I yeah, my family doesn't this. know what I do. I think they think I'm in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Which some might say. Oh, hey. It, hey. Says it, it says it right there. It's Limu Emu. Liberty it's, Mutual. They li- do it by a breve. It's Limu Emu. Yeah. But it's the... It's the singing that... It's the singing. Calm. And I played this for my kids last night. And I said, oh, because they know that jingle. And they... Some of the, you wouldn't have wanted to hear some of the things that my kids were throwing out there. My 11-year-old was like, wow, she can't sing. I said, (laughs) say it again, King. Yes. But we were trying to figure it out. But anyway, then I think we figured it out. They were laughing quite a bit. That's in hour three of our podcast yesterday. If you want to watch or listen, experience it all over again, Donna and I, at odds. Particularly, it was me being triggered by Donna singing the jingle that really threw the show off. All right, I have a few things I want to get to. Things that make you go, huh? We don't need it. Here we go. I got did, something about Vanna did you White. Sing that to your liking, Donna. Right. Vanna White has worn a different dress on every single episode of Wheel of Fortune. Never has she duplicated a look. More than seven thousand dresses in total. She does not get to keep them, but she's never been in the same dress twice. And has worn over 7,000. Think if I told you, hey, there's a gala you have to go to in a week. It'd be your nightmare for the next seven days. You'd be at department stores. I feel like a lot of women don't have 
either a lot of dresses to choose from or they don't feel comfortable wearing the same dress, sort of like Vanna White, to a gala two times in a row, thinking that the press is going to make much of it. Well, you don't want to be seen in pictures at the same, let's say at the Christmas party, wearing the same dress two times. Thank you. And now this on money. This is staggering. We've made much about how different a billion dollars is from a million. We think they're closer because they share alien. If you made $5,000 a day okay. since Christopher Columbus first arrived in America, okay. for All you right. history buffs, Got it. that was 1492, you still wouldn't have a billion dollars. That's incredible. You would finally get to a billion in the year 2040. Wow. Hey, we're almost there. <laughs> yeah, right? You guys been putting your five grand away every day? Like every day. Oh, okay. For the last 500 years, more or less. <laughs> Isn't that insane? I mean, yes. if I would have come up to you and said, if you made $5,000 every single day since the year 1492, do you have a billion dollars yet? I would have thought maybe once or twice over. I mean, are we are we investing? There's or no we compounding just, interest. Okay. This is straight earning. You know, you're right. I think when we hear a billion, we don't understand just how big of an accomplishment that is to become a billionaire. Right? <laughs> yes. Because we had that guy do something, remember, with rice? With he was rice. like, if we had a grain of rice for every whatever. Nice We're story. We're looking at sand on the beach. Good story, Donna. Way to really drive. I thought you were going to maybe help remind me. I love rice. Okay. They're making meat rice now. What does that mean? It's like rice with meat components in it. And it's supposed to help hungry people. Oh, nice. For more of this, stay tuned. (laughs) Let's cleanse the palate of that. And let me tell you about Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You know, people need a lawyer who is going to fight for them, fight for their rights. Whether you've been injured or if you're in any kind of trouble, you have to make sure that you are treated fairly. Uh, Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant, or even a member of his team, would be happy to meet with you free of charge to assess your case. So let's say you've been injured in an accident. Well, Bradshaw and Bryant encourage you to contact an attorney right away because, and I'm seeing this happen. I have a friend whose home burned down recently, and I, I and I, I see what's happening. Insurance companies, you know, they, in this case, have teams of defense attorneys to help them minimize your compensation. So you need someone experienced, an advocate who will be on your side, dedicated to solely protecting your interests. Get a hold of Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. He'll meet with you for free when you find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Big Peppy. I once had a smart friend say that a billion is like 30 years and a million is like 30 days. Okay. To follow up on the million versus billion conversation. It's a lot of money. Thank you, Steve. That was an email, right? That was from Brenda. Hey, Bren. Thanks, man. All right, I have a story. Okay. I saw this on um, page six. And I'm like, what is going on here? Sherry Shepard lends Kelly Rowland gorgeous dressing room after today's show incident. So I'm like, all right, I'll bite. What is this about? I still don't really have any answers. So apparently Kelly Rowland was supposed to co-host as a guest co-host on the Today Show. This is last week. She was going to be opposite Hoda. For like hour three. Which, cool, right? Awesome. So, apparently her dressing room was unacceptable? Well, I guess it was, they tried to get her in one, but uh, J-Lo was using it. And so then they were they started ping-ponging her around of like, okay, so that one's not available, but we could do this one. Or how about this one? Or what about this one? With the rumor, according to that article, even being that talent were like, oh, you can use mine. You can use mine. Right. Maybe theirs is a dump. Probably not. Maybe Kelly Rowland needs to chill. That's what I'm wondering. But I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I I've don't know if jumped. they offered her like the water closet, you know, but apparently, according to today, show producers were giving her all these options, like Steve said. And, but, they offered up as much as possible, but when she and her team weren't happy, they just walked out. They left. Not the day before. They weren't doing a a scout of what will our green room look like on the day that we co-host. It was like moments before the show. She gone. She's just like, I'm out of here. Leaving Hoda... With no guest, no co-host, just, ugh. But then, I guess Rita Ora was supposed to be just a guest, and so she stepped in with, according to Rita Ora, about two minutes of prep, oh, and she filled in and co-hosted the show. Saw it as an opportunity. I think, for me, I have no confusion on this story. I have jumped to conclusions, and I am open to being proven wrong and apologizing later. Okay. Total diva. Total diva behavior. She's. I'm not saying she is a total diva. This is total diva behavior. Because at the end of the day, this is when you're just breathing in your own fumes a little too much. At the end of the day, what do you need? If you got somebody there to do your makeup and your hair, the green room is for you to get changed. Just sit in a chair. Show me the notes. It doesn't have to be posh. You're not doing a Vegas residency. Right. You're helping host a New York news show. Right. And hour three. So, hour three, thank you. Uh, Technically, maybe even hour four. I think it might have. When's the? It's the ten a.m. hour. Seven, eight, nine. That's hour four. Oh dang! You're right. 
So, yeah, I just think this is total diva. And again, it's breathing in your own fumes too much. Don't forget where you came from. All those times that you have an awesome green room, don't forget. Count your lucky stars or say your thankful prayers because that is a cool thing that you have been afforded in life. Sure, you yeah, worked hard. I get it. But yeah. you are you have won life's lottery. Yeah. Compared right, to Steve. the majority of the population. You're right. This is like slam dunk diva moment. Um, um, and then she went on Sherry Shepard, and it's like, oh, yeah, we gave her the best that we had. It just, I think this just it reflects poorly on Kelly Rowland in that moment and positively on Rita Ora because yes. I would imagine they did not have her come down from the, the penthouse green room. Right. She was probably just in a green room. Right. I I am picturing maybe some handler who's a little like wanting to throw their weight around maybe and saying, no. This is unacceptable. Come on, we're leaving. You know, but ultimately, th- it's up to her. I know. Then she would say, no, we're not going to leave them in the lurch. If we feel like the dressing room wasn't great, let's talk about it at lunch. But let's fulfill the commitment that we made and not leave them without a host because we don't like the dressing room enough. Right. Leading up to the show. It's and you know, coming across I- as very diva-ish for sure. What? You. I, I, you were just so sheepish at the beginning of this story. Well, I even put in our show outline, is Kelly Rowland a diva? And I don't know that she's necessarily a diva, but this is diva-like behavior. Correct. It feels very easy to classify it as that. Again, yeah, because Beyonce, she's probably thinking, oh, I bet if Beyonce was here, she'd have like... You just got to be careful at how much... You breathe in your own fumes. That's the thing. And especially when you have handlers and you have people around you. Yeah. You, that it, it like puts all of that stuff on steroids where you start to have a miss, oh God, I don't know, misguided perspective on what reality is or right. what you deserve. Like, guys, it's just a just, and then if it's true, if other people are like, you can use ours, you can use this, you can use this, and then none of it meets the standards it's this is ego and pride written all over it, either from the handler, from Kelly Rowland, or someone else. But leaving them in the lurch, then yeah, uh, it's just not. Yeah, it's so unprofessional. Like that is like a really mean thing to do to Hoda. Very inconsiderate. Y- there you go. I would uh, I would not wait by the phone if I was Kelly Rowland for the Today Show to book you as a guest anytime soon. Correct. Hour one, two, three, or four. Man. Remember when Mariah Carey, didn't she have some issue with ABC, ABC News for New Year's? Like she was blaming the tech people for her not rehearsing or whatever. And they were like, hey, wait a second. That is so not true. Do you remember that? I remember that. She screwed up back in 2017. Yeah, she blamed uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, and they were like, hey, no, everything was working perfectly. Nice try. Mm, Bye. Yeah, this was for New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the big, the big countdown, the big concerts. Yeah, and her rep said that yes, she did attend sound checks for this performance because apparently it didn't. It was a uh, looked like she wasn't really rehearsing. Right, right. Like she was just going through the motions. Yeah, and then when things didn't work, yeah, mm. she threw them under the bus. Stop it, everybody. Be professional. And, you know, I maybe also important to remember um, in the Kelly Rowland story, 
is, look, I'm sure she's got people around her, like to your point, Donna, saying you are a queen and you deserve the best and all that. Trust me, I know. (laughs) It's the same thing. I have to deal with your people every day. (laughs) But even if you're trying to set a high standard for yourself and, and you've worked to a point in your career where you no longer have to be in the crummy dressing rooms or whatever, I understand that to some extent. But also remember... It's a day in your life. It's, it does not mean that now the story is all I get are bad dressing rooms, but it's almost like they start to believe that in the moment, that I no longer get treated the way that you've all convinced me or I've convinced myself, even more dangerous, that I deserve to be treated. And then so that one incident becomes a microcosm that in the moment is threatening the narrative of what you've accomplished and what you deserve instead of just saying, Oh, bummer. All right. Yeah, I just need a spot to get changed. Right. Like, just chill. Chill out, Chill, bruh. Seriously. Okay, I'm glad we got that off our chest. Beyonce has psoriasis. Or she did at one point in her life. Um, Is that why she wrote I'm a Survivor? (laughs) Donna has psoriasis. I don't know if it's psoriasis or if it's actually dermatitis. It's kind of like on the cusp. Got some, you know, psoriasisian symptoms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And And it won't go away for you, Donna. It has gone away. You know when it went away in January? It's gone away, but I've got scars. Oh, nice looking elbows. Thanks, man. Hey, but that's how you'll write your next song, though. You got scars, you know? That's right. Tattoos and scars, baby. So, wait, Beyonce dealt with this as well? So she had mentioned she was ta- she's got a new um, uh, shampoo line yeah, I like believe out line. Yeah. yeah, and she said that so she started like talking poetically about how her line of hair products is inspired by her experiences of growing up and working in her mom's Tina Knowles um, hair salon in Texas. And then she said, you know, I have many beautiful memories attached to my hair. She's doing her Beyonce voice. Go ahead. The relationship we, I don't know what she sounds like. The relationship we have with our hair is such a deeply personal journey. From spending my childhood in my mother's salon to my father applying oil on my scalp to treat my psoriasis. These moments have been sacred to me. And so in naming her hair care line, she took the say, the the C-E, from Beyonce, okay, and made it the beginning of the word sacred to create the brand sacred, C E with an accent mark and then cred. Mm, got it. Sacred. I just think that celebrities need to hang out at VFWs more. <laughs> uh, I do too. I just think on the whole, I, they make a good strong drink. I know we we celebrate <laughs> celebrities here. I just think I fear that on the whole, by and large, more often than not, okay, these people are just like aliens. They're just living in a, a like a weird a world. Different. I don't know. I just I do just think VFWs. Would go a long way. Like you need, they need to attend a bingo night at Mystic. Absolutely, even. With the popcorn machine. 
Yes. yes. Pull tabs. Yes. yes. Oh, play some pull tabs. If, uh, let's have more celebrities doing meat raffles. I love it. Oh, Steve, the fact that you know what a meat raffle is is very impressive. Yeah, Only really learned about it when I was here. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I had a friend the other day who said, um, who still plays bingo? And I go, what? Bingo is hot. Young people go and play bingo. Bars host bingo night. VFWs. Saturday mornings. Bingo is hot. <laughs> it's this funny, is, this and is then nice I said, you know, I'm not saying, you know, that everyone has to have their own, you know, dauber. And she goes, what the hell's a dauber? Oh, what? Come on. I That's go, what you aspire to. That's when you know you got real deal It's like having your own players. bowling ball, right? You're like, now I'm in the big leagues. That's exactly right. <laughs> if you're one of those jabronis just using like the old little red chips that you have to put down oh, on your yeah. bingo card. Where you could see through the Patty's red... sitting next to you with her green visor on and she's got multiple <laughs> cards and like eight daubers. They're hanging from necklaces. They're color coded. She hasn't spoken to her, her kids in years. <laughs> Don't you dare talk to her when she's in the zone. Yeah, exactly, because she's goodness. got like 17 cards going at once, you know. <laughs> and what a, you know, name five more trivial deflating moments in life than someone else yelling bingo when you're one away. I know, right? What a sudden Damn. crash of emotion where you're anticipating, anticipating balloon deflates. Yep. Man. It's a sitch. All right, we got to go. Okay. Um, right, this was fun. All right, when we come back, I'll let you know why daters are suing Match.com and Tinder. I'll be curious, Don, if you think this has any teeth. We we like to focus on some silly lawsuits. Does this have any teeth? Okay. Also, the Navy is lifting its ban on this, a thing that we did not know there was a ban on. We'll get into that and see something, say something next. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Now, I know you've heard me talking about Spire Credit Union in the past, but here's what happened. Spire and Highway Credit Unions, they merged and they created a brand new credit union called Blaze. Blaze has more than 250,000 members, including me, and they've got 26 branches across Minnesota. Plus, there's going to be two more locations coming later on in the year. I believe uh, one in Stillwater and one will be in Plymouth. Blaze is a full-service financial institution who truly cares about their members. They are awesome. I was there recently. I'm in the market for a new car. I always know that they've got great rates. Also, um, they're driven by Midwestern values, and I like that. Community, integrity, plain old hard work. And they are there to help us along our road of life, uh, encouraging us just to go for it. To find out more, here's what you do. You go to blazecu.com. Blaze is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Holly Roberts with us for one more segment. Yeah. And that segment is this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I learned something new this morning. Nice. Thanks, Steve. What a way to start a morning. Right? That's cool. That's like you ran your update overnight. Right. This is Donna 57.4. Thank you. I did not know that members of the Navy were not permitted to put their hands in their pockets. Did you? No, but now that I think of it, I feel like I've never seen a serviceman or woman with their hands in their pockets. Exactly. I guess... When you are in uniform, you need to look very professional. Mm-hmm. And putting your hands in your pockets looks a little maybe too relaxed. Sure. But it's a new era, people. Nice. A Navy sailor can now have one hand in their pocket, the other one given a peace sign. I think it's a lyric. They lifted their ban. So this is, I guess this is a big win. I don't know. Sailors are now authorized to have hands in their pockets when doing so does not compromise safety nor prohibit the proper rendering of honors and courtesies. They also have uniform changes. Hmm. I don't I'm I'm trying to picture this. It includes the return of the female combination cover, also known as the bucket cover. Is that just that typical sailor shirt? I like that you're asking me based on my I'm kind of looking at Holly, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, I have literally no idea. Okay. Well, they were retired (laughs) in 2018 (laughs) to make the uniforms more unisex. But since then, (laughs) female sailors have been asking for them to be brought back. So it might be an optional thing. You know what you would appreciate, Donna? What's that? Is going to Annapolis, Maryland and taking a tour of the United States Naval Academy. I would love that. You would. I did that. Uh, My mom and dad are listening right now. I forget why we were there or when they took us. But I remember being inside of a room and seeing how well-appointed these rooms were, how well taken care of, and learning about, truly, not just rumor, the white glove test that maybe officers would do, and the bed had to be tucked this way. Wow. That would be it's cool. cool. It is. It's oh, beautiful. So I think the bucket cover is the hat oh, that they wear. Thanks, And Holly. it was the little hat. It looked like it had little wings on the side. Okay, yeah. And apparently they ditched that for a more just hat-looking thing. I mean, you know, I'm such an expert on this. but uh, No, this now, is good. You're now they got great. the winged hat back, if you so choose. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's called a bucket cover, I guess. All right. Okay. Thanks, Halls. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they can also wear false eyelashes now as long as they look natural. Oh, to distract the enemy. (laughs) Right. Come here, boys. Such a cartoon. Blink, blink, blink. 
Yeah. I'm thinking of all of these naval, female naval officers sort of looking like Betty Boop. And then distracting, and then these dopey guys from the other army are like, boy, look at her, huh? Oh, my God. And then they go down. Then their eyes go out, and they honk like horns. (laughs) I feel like we could all benefit from a little time of military training. Yeah, well, Holly can speak to that, right? Were you here when they did the boot camp? No, I wasn't. You weren't. I was okay. not. That uh, happened before my time here at my talk. Goodness, that sounds terrifying. But even if, like, after high school graduation, if every American citizen, you don't have to enlist, but just to go through training where they where there's the devil is in the details, and you are adhering to a strict schedule, and you're keeping your appearance tight, and keeping your room like impeccably clean. Even like showing up to the dining hall at this time to eat and finish by this time. Right. It just feels like that kind of like a blitz of three months of discipline like that would only benefit you. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Should I run for office? Please don't. What? What? You wouldn't. What if I chose you as my running mate? Please don't. Donna and Steve. (laughs) Vote Donna and Steve 2024. Hmm. You want to be prez? I mean, I see this more as I'm Biden, you're Kamala in this situation, but I'd flip it up if it meant us getting on a ticket. I could barely point out Utah on a map. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why we would launch our campaign there and say, what a beautiful place we've gotten to know these past few days. Except for Utah. What's that? Yeah. (laughs) You're in it, you idiots. You dumbass. Anyway, tell me about Tinder or Match. There are six fed-up users of Tinder, Hinge, and The League, which are all owned by Match Group. That's the name of the company from Match.com. And anyway, they are saying that these apps are addictive and harmful to mental health. And the advertising for them is misleading. It's funny, the article from The Morning Brew writes, seemingly unaware of casinos, Krispy Kreme, donuts, and the rest of the Internet, the plaintiff state... Match benefits from users who are unable to self-regulate and disengage. Couldn't you, to the author's point, couldn't you file a lawsuit like this for anything? against anything? Any, yes. The entire city of Las Vegas, Atlantic City, bye, you're gone. Yep. McDonald's advertising, the arches, they're preying on my mind. Yeah. And I didn't Cereal. mean to pull over and get nuggets. Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. Stop right, we're it. throwing this one out. Okay. Uh, they also allege that Tinder's co-founder admitted to building the app with the mind tricks, um, to, uh, trying to turn them from pigeons into gamblers. I think that means, I don't know what it means, but I'm going to try. Okay, go ahead. Go I ahead. think this it means like pigeons just sort of peck at things. Like, I'm here, I'm gone. I'm here, I'm gone. There's a seed, and now I'm over here. Whereas a gambler is, I'm going to stay here all day and see if I can turn this seed into a full loaf of bread. Right. Gambling's a very dangerous thing. It is. You know what a probably not well-reviewed movie is that drives us home? It's called Two for the Money. Oh, I have one for it you, It stars too. Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey. It's pretty, it was pretty compelling in the, a nice lens of like, oh, this is how life gets destroyed. Um, yeah, I got one for you, too. I'll save what? it, though. You don't know Philip it. Seymour Hoffman is in it. Um, What's the title of it? He's a banker. Um, something Mahoney. Ma, um, hmm. Hold on. I'm going to get it before this thing runs out here. My talk Owning 107. Mahoney. One.
Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.